Welcome to my Christmas special, The Hard Truth About Santa. Today we'll be hitting ten topics about Santa in as much detail as I can possibly do. Hope you enjoy. As I said, I'll be hitting ten main topics. I'll be going in them in descending order as I state them. First topic is the historical origins of Santa Claus and the figure of St. Nicholas. Second topic, the evolution of the modern-day image of Santa Claus and its cultural significance. Number three, the commercialization of Santa Claus and its impact on society and culture. Number four, the role of Santa Claus in the Christmas holiday and its associated traditions. Five, the various cultural and regional traditions and legends surrounding Santa. Six, the psychological and social effects of belief in Santa on children and adults. Seven, the ethical and moral implications of Santa Claus myth and its impact on values and behavior. Eight, the environmental impact of the commercialization of Santa Claus and the consumption of goods and resources. Nine, the future of Santa Claus myth and its potential evolution in a changing world. And ten, alternative interpretations and perspectives on the Santa Claus myth and its cultural significance. Now, I know that's a lot to take in, but I'll try to get through it all as best I can so that you, the viewer, may understand. Okay. Origins of Santa. The figure of Santa Claus, also known as Father Christmas, Saint Nicholas, and Kris Kringle, is a legendary character associated with the Christmas holiday. His origins can be traced back to a historical figure named Saint Nicholas of Myra, a 4th century Greek bishop from modern-day Turkey. Saint Nicholas was known for his generosity and kindness, and he became a popular subject of folklore and legend. According to traditions, St. Nicholas was born in the ancient Greek city of Patara, and he later became the Bishop of Myra. He was known for his charitable deeds and his love for children, and he became a popular figure in Eastern Orthodox Christianity. One of the most famous stories about St. Nicholas tells of his generosity and kindness. According to legend, a poor man in Myra had three daughters, but he could not afford to provide them with dowries so that they could marry. Saint Nick, moved by the man's plight, secretly left a bag of gold coins in the man's home, which allowed his daughters to marry and live happily. This is the origin of the tradition of giving gifts to children on the night before Christmas. Over time, the stories and legends surrounding St. Nicholas evolved, and he became associated with the bringing of gifts to children on the night before Christmas. In the centuries that followed, the figure of St. Nicholas was embraced by various cultural traditions, and he became known by different names, such as Santa Claus in the English-speaking world and Pierre Noel in France. Now, that was all part one. And that's a lot to take in. That all the world basically created Santa from this one man's act of kindness. That shows how big you can get. You do one nice thing, it could blow up. You might be the next Santa. Who knows? 
but I wouldn't set everything aside to try and be that guy. Okay, moving on to our second topic. The evolution of the modern-day image of Santa Claus and its cultural significance. The modern-day image of Santa as a jolly, plump man in a red suit with a white beard and a bag of gifts is largely based on the 1823 poem, A Visit from St. Nicholas, commonly known as The Night Before Christmas, written by Clement Clark Moore. In the poem, Moore describes Santa as a right jolly old elf with a round belly who is chubby and plump. This image of Santa has been embraced and popularized by various cultural traditions and commercial interests, and it continues to be a beloved part of the Christmas season. Before the publication of Moore's poem, the figure of Santa Claus had already been associated with the bringing of gifts to children on the night before Christmas. However, Moore's poem provided a detailed and enduring description of Santa's appearance, personality, and behavior, which helped to solidify the modern-day image of Santa Claus. The red and white color scheme of Santa's suit is believed to be based on the colors of the bishop's robes worn by St. Nicholas, the historical figure who served as the inspiration for the legend of Santa. The red and white colors have also been associated with the colors of Coca-Cola, which has been a major influence on the popular image of Santa Claus. The cultural significance of the modern-day image of Santa Claus lies in its universal appeal and its ability to bring joy and happiness to people of all ages. Santa Claus is often portrayed as benevolent and kind-hearted figure who represents the spirit of giving and generosity, and he is a symbol of the Christmas holiday season. Despite the commercialization of Santa Claus and his erosion of some of his traditional customs and practices, the modern-day image remains an enduring and beloved part of the Christmas season. His image continues to appear on decorations, gifts, and advertisements, and he is a symbol of joy, wonder, and magic to the holiday season. So he's a very important in a lot of people's lives. I can't fathom not having Christmas. Many people probably never celebrate it, but Christmas is huge. Christmas is family time. We all get together, and I get school off, so might as well. Now, Christmas isn't for everyone, obviously. There are some Grinches out there. There's some people who probably don't even know it exists. But for most of the North American continent, it is huge in everyone's lives. And that's only because we've made it that way. So talking about the commercialization of it. Commercialization of Santa Claus refers to the way in which the figure of Santa has been appropriated and exploited by business and corporations for their own gain. This phenomenon has become increasingly prevalent in modern-day society, with Santa becoming a major source of revenue for many industries. One of the main ways in which Santa has been commercialized is through the marketing and advertising of products and services. Beginning in November, retailers and businesses launch massive advertising campaigns to promote their Christmas-themed products and service, often featuring Santa as the central figure. These campaigns often use emotional appeals and nostalgia to try and convince consumers to buy their products, leading to a surge in consumer spending during the holiday season. 
Another way in which Santa has been commercialized is through the commodification of his image and likeness. For example, the image of Santa Claus is used on countless products and advertisements, from decorations and gifts to clothing and food. This commodification of Santa Claus has turned him into a commercial icon, with his image and likeness being used to sell a wide range of products and services. The commercialization of Santa Claus has also led to the erosion of traditional Christmas customs and practices. As consumerism and materialism becomes more prominent, the focus of the holiday has shifted from spending time with loved ones, celebrating religious or cultural traditions, to buying and receiving gifts from Santa. This has led to a sense of over-commercialization and a loss of true meaning of the holiday for many people. Overall, the commercialization of Santa has had a significant impact on society and culture. While it has brought economic benefit to many businesses and industries, it has also led to a loss of traditional meaning and significance of the figure of Santa. Critics argue that commercialization of Santa has contributed to the consumerism, materialism, and decline in the culture and religious traditions associated with the holiday. That's why we're stuck with kids who always say, Christmas is present time, not giving time. That's why you always hear parents argue, Christmas is forgiving, not presents, but it's just shifting into that form now. Now I will move into our fourth segment of this episode. The role of Santa Claus in the Christmas holiday and its associated traditions. The figure of Santa Claus is an important aspect to Christmas, representing the spirit of giving and joy that is associated with the celebration. Now, the jolly old man in the red suit with his white beard is known for delivering presents to children on the night before Christmas, filling their stockings with gifts and sweets as we should all know growing up with this idea in our heads. As we said before, this tradition of Santa Claus is believed to have originated in the early 19th century with the publication of the poem A Visit from St. Nicholas, as I said, commonly known as The Night Before Christmas. The poem is the reason why when we hear Santa, we think of fat man, red suit, big old white beard. Over time... The legend of Santa has evolved to include many different traditions and customs. For example, it is now common for children to leave out cookies and milk for Santa on the night before Christmas and leave carrots for his reindeer. In some countries, Santa is also known for giving coal to naughty children as a way of encouraging them to be better in the future. Now, this is just being mean to your children. I had this happen once where my parents took all the candy out of my stockings because I was being bad and put a bunch of potatoes. I thought Santa hated me that whole Christmas. Obviously, they gave it all back, but they're just playing mind games with us. Now, the idea of Santa Claus as gift giver is also closely linked to the Christian tradition of St. Nicholas, the bishop we've already talked about. St. Nick was said to have given gifts to poor and have performed many acts of charity, and the spirit of giving is reflected in the modern-day figure of Santa. In addition to delivering presents, Santa is also often associated with other Christmas traditions, such as caroling, decorating trees, and attending holiday parties. 
The image of Santa is often used in Christmas decorations and is a popular character in many Christmas stories and songs. Overall, the role of Santa Claus in the Christmas holiday is to bring joy and happiness to children and families and to remind us of the importance of generosity and kindness. Because if you don't remember, you're getting some coal or potatoes. Now we will be moving into segment five, the various cultural and regional traditions and legends surrounding Santa. Now, every country has their own idea of Santa. He's a very important piece of the Christmas holiday in many different cultures and regions around the world. In each place, there are unique traditions and legends surrounding this old guy and his role in the celebration of Christmas. One of the most well-known variations of Santa Claus is the Dutch version, known as Sinterklaas. In the Netherlands, Sinterklaas is believed to arrive on a boat from Spain on December 5th, and he is accompanied by his helpers, known as Zwart Piet, Black Peter. Children leave out carrots for Sinterklaas' horse, and in return, he leaves them small gifts or sweets. In Finland, Santa Claus is known as Julpuki, which means Yule Goat in Finnish. According to legend, Julpuki was once a wicked man who was punished by being transformed into a goat. However, over time, he repented and was transformed back into a human, and now he delivers gifts to children. I'm going to be talking about a lot of other countries, and I'm going to brutalize the names they're supposed to have, so I apologize. Moving to France, the figure of Santa is known as Pierre Noel, which means Father Christmas. Pierre Noel is said to live in the North Pole, and on Christmas Eve, he travels through the sky on a sleigh pulled by reindeer, delivering gifts. Down in Brazil, Santa Claus is known as Papai Noel, and he is often depicted wearing a green suit instead of the traditional red. Papai Noel is said to live in the city of Natal which means Christmas in Portuguese. And on Christmas Eve, he delivers gifts to children who have been good through the year. Altogether, the traditions and legends surrounding Santa are diverse and varied, reflecting the different cultural and regional customs of the many places where he's celebrated, which is now almost all over the globe, I believe. Lest you live under a rock, which some people do surprisingly. Despite these differences, however, the core idea of Santa Claus as a gift giver and symbol of joy and generosity remains the same. Now, we may have all the different names, Santa, Pierre, Goat, but we all recognize him as the gift giver that we all know and love. Now, moving on to segment six, the psychological and social effects of belief in Santa Claus on children and adults. Belief in Santa Claus can have both psychological and social effects on kids and parents alike. On the psychological side, belief in Santa can help us to foster a sense of magic and wonder in children and can provide them with a sense of excitement and anticipation leading up to the Christmas holiday. For many children, the idea of Santa Claus represents the idea of benevolent, all-knowing figure who is watching over them and rewarding them for their good behavior. This can help 
to instill a sense of morality and can encourage children to be kind and generous. Belief in Santa can also have social effects. It can provide children with a common cultural touchstone and can help to build a sense of community and belonging. Many children look forward to participating in the tradition of leaving out cookies and milk for Santa. And this again can help to create a sense of more excitement than anticipation among friends and family. Furthermore, belief in Santa can help to create a sense of nostalgia and can provide adults with a connection to their own childhoods. Many adults enjoy participating in the traditions of Santa, whether it is by decorating their home with Santa-themed decorations or by leaving out cookies for Santa on Christmas Eve. Taken in one, belief in Santa can have its mind games with people, good or bad. Now, we've been focusing on the good stuff which can encourage creativity in a way, um, connections with family and just tradition, which helps in a lot of different ways. Now, bad sides can include children lying that they're being good. Now, obviously, Santa isn't real and can't just snap his fingers and boom, got cool now. Children can lie that they're being good. Now, this doesn't happen with all of them. All of them may have that firm belief in Santa, or they don't, and they lie, they steal, and they're mean the whole Christmas season, and still get a kick out of it. And they get rewarded for it, because not all parents watch them while they're sleeping, lest they are very creepy, which I would advise you to stop. Now, Keeping up with, like, behavior and stuff like that. Number seven, the ethical and moral implications of the Santa Claus myth and its impact on values and behavior. Santa Claus has both his moral and ethical implications, uh, particularly when it comes to the impact that it has on values and behavior. On the ethical side, there are questions about the effects of Santa's myth on children, and whether or not it is appropriate to deceive children about the existence of this jolly old man. From a moral perspective, Santa is a myth that can be seen as promoting certain values, such as generosity, kindness, and the importance of good behavior. Many parents use the idea of Santa as a way to encourage their children to be good by telling them that Santa will reward them with their good deeds. However, some critics argue that Santa Claus can also have negative effects on children by promoting materialistic view of the world and by encouraging children to focus on acquisition of material goods. In this way, Santa may be seen as promoting selfish and consumerist values rather than more altruistic values of generosity and kindness. Furthermore, the Santa Claus myth can also be seen as promoting a binary view of good and bad behavior, while children being either good or naughty and being rewarded or punished accordingly. This can create a distorted view of morality and can lead to feelings of shame or inadequacy in children who are seen as naughty. The ethical and moral implications of Santa are complex and multifaceted. While the myth can promote positive, and it can also have negative, as I said earlier. 
such as promoting materialism and a distorted view of morality. Now, it's always the parent's choice whether they tell their children at birth, Santa is a real guy, or they have the choice to tell them he's not real. Again, it's completely up to the parent's decision with what they want for their child and what Santa's effects might do to them. Okay, now we're going to move on to a very interesting topic that I pulled out. I'm hitting you with my environmentalist side. Number eight, the environmental impact of the commercialization of Santa and the consumption of goods and resources. Now, we've already talked about the commercialization of Santa and how it has its effects on society. Now we're talking about the commercialization of Santa and its significant environmental impacts and it has contributed to the consumption of large amounts of goods and resources. With the proliferation of shopping malls and department stores, the figure of Santa has become a powerful marketing tool used to entice consumers to buy more and more products in the run-up to Christmas. This consumption of goods and resources has had a number of negative environmental impacts. For example, the production and transportation of all these goods require large amounts of energy, which can contribute to greenhouse gas emission and climate change, which is a real thing. Furthermore, the disposal of all these products after Christmas can create a huge amount of waste, which can strain the environment and natural resource. In addition to the environmental impact of the production and disposal of goods, the commercialization of Santa has also led to an increase in consumerism and materialism. With the emphasis on buying and giving gifts, there is greater focus on acquiring material possessions rather than on more intangible values of love and kindness. Furthermore, the commercialization of Santa has also contributed to the homogenization of Christmas traditions, as more and more people are encouraged to buy the same products and to participate in the same consumer-oriented activities. This can lead to a loss of cultural diversity and can undermine the unique traditions and customs of different communities and regions. Altogether, the environmental impact of the commercialization of Santa is very significant in many ways, as it has contributed to the consumption of large amounts of goods and resources and has contributed to the growth of consumerism and materialism. This can have negative consequences for the environment and for the diversity of cultural traditions. Now, we love Earth. We live on Earth. Don't kill Earth. I'm just going to say this once, lest I make an episode about environment and crap like that, which I probably will do. But don't be stupid with what you do. Just preserve our planet so we all don't die. And don't annihilate Christmas. Don't just make it bye, 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 bye. Give maybe one or two things. Need to keep it at its original state, which is love, family, and inviting. Just giving to other people. That's the best part about Christmas. And it has a good feeling. You should try it for once.
Anyway, moving on. Segment 9. The future of the Santa Claus myth and its potential evolution in the changing of the world. Now, the future of Santa Claus is uncertain, as it is likely to be influenced by a number of different factors in a changing world. One potential factor that could impact the future of Santa's myth is the rise of technology and the growing influence of social media. As technology continues to advance, it is likely that the way that the Santa Claus myth is presented and consumed will also change. For example, children may become more likely to receive messages from Santa Claus through digital channels, such as email or social media, rather than through traditional means, such as letters or visits from Santa at the mall. Could you imagine being a small child and you've written out your whole letter to Santa, and you just send it to him, never gets read. You have to go on a computer, type out an email, send an email to someone that says santaclaus at gmail.com. There's a problem with that, a huge one. Please don't let that be an outcome. Another factor that could impact the future of Santa is increasing awareness of the environmental issues and the need for sustainability. In this context, it is possible that the traditional elements of the Santa Claus myth, such as his sleigh and reindeer, may be seen as outdated and potentially damaging to the environment. This could lead to reimagining of the Santa Claus story with a focus on more sustainable and eco-friendly traditions. Don't do that either! I'm all for saving the environment, but if you just make everything about saving the environment, that makes the world a whole lot boring than it already is. So just making it all about save Earth, save the turtles, let's have cardboard straws, which suck. No, there are some places where we need you and some where we don't. Santa is not where we need you at the moment though Santa has been beating up on you. I'm not saying don't fight back, just don't wreck it for everyone else. Additionally, the future of Santa may also be influenced by changes in cultural values and beliefs. As society becomes more diverse and inclusive, it is possible that the traditional figure of Santa, with his white beard and red suit, may be seen as less relevant or representative of the experiences of many people. This could lead to a rethinking of the Santa Claus story, with a focus on more inclusive and diverse traditions. The future of Santa, as I said, is uncertain, and it is likely to be influenced by millions of factors. The ones I talked about were technology, environmental concerns, and changing cultural values. While the core elements of Santa may remain the same, there is potential for the myth to evolve and adapt in response to these changing influences. The final segment, number 10. The alternative interpretations and perspectives on the Santa Claus myth and its cultural significance. Now, as I've gone through... There are many different alternative interpretations and perspectives on Santa, which can provide insight into its cultural significance and its evolution over time. One such perspective is the feminist interpretation of the Santa Claus myth, 
which highlights the way in which the traditional figure of Santa reinforces gender norms and stereotypes. According to this perspective, the Santa Claus myth is problematic because it reinforces the idea of a male figure who is the ultimate authority on who is good or bad and who rewards or punishes children accordingly. This also reinforces the notion of a patriarchal hierarchy in which men are in positions of power and control and can be seen as limiting the potential of girls and women. Now, this is whack. Just calling out Santa's myth and saying it's sexist is a problem because it's Santa. He was based off a dude. Santa's a dude. Would you prefer us to call a big fat woman with white hair Santa? No, we already have Mrs. Claus, who has been stated as more important many times. So it's not sexist. Reading that hurt me. Finding that information hurt me that someone threw that out there. Like, seriously, not everything is about men and hating on women. Anyway, Another alternative perspective on Santa is the psychological interpretation, which we've talked about. It views Santa as a symbol of the child's developing sense of morality and of the child's relationship with authority figures. From this perspective, the figure of Santa represents the children's internalization of cultural values and norms and can provide insight into the child's understanding of good and bad behavior. A third alternative perspective on the Santa Claus myth is the historical interpretations, which looks at the evolution of the Santa Claus story and its roots in various cultural traditions. This perspective highlights the ways in which Santa's myth has been influenced by a range of different cultural and historical factors and can provide insight into the cultural significance of the myth over time. Overall, there are many different alternative perspectives, whether smart or stupid ideas, on the Santa myth, each of which provides a unique insight into its cultural significance and its evolution. These alternative perspectives can help to enrich our understanding of this important cultural tradition and can provide a more nuanced view of its impact and implications. Now, the hard truth is, Santa isn't real. But that means the only reason you get coal is because your parents don't love you. And if you want them to love you, first you gotta give them a reason to. That's jokes. I'm sorry if your parents don't actually love you. Anyways, have a good day, everyone. Merry Christmas, and that's all from me. See ya.